From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Columbus police are looking for the teen boy who stole a car with a child inside from a home's garage this morning. ONN's Amy Steigerwald reports. The car was running in the garage with the child inside the car at the time. Police on scene here tell me the one-year-old girl is not hurt and was found in the vehicle around 8.45 this morning here in North Columbus. To give you an idea, that is about a 10-minute drive south from where the situation began. And the child now has been reunited with their family. Police say they have been able to speak with a few neighbors and community members about what they saw. In North Columbus, Amy Steigerwald. There are new details on a deadly fire over the weekend in Marion County. ONN's Lindsay Mills has more. The Sayota Valley Fire District has identified the victim as 74-year-old Tom Oates. Firefighters tried to search for the victim when they first arrived at the scene, but a mayday was called and all the firefighters had to quickly leave the building. 13 different departments arrived and water had to be brought in from the river to help fight the blaze. We spoke to a woman who owns the pizza shop next door and she says Tom lived in the building that caught fire. But we just knew there was propane over there, so when there was a fire, we decided to run because we knew it could have exploded. The state fire marshal is investigating a cause of the fire and whether the building will have to be torn down. I'm Lindsay Mills. In suburban Cleveland, a 92-year-old woman died after apparently wandering out of a nursing home in Bedford and falling. Unable to get up, she was discovered dead in the cold elements at 6 a.m. on Saturday. The state attorney general's office is investigating. A law named for an Ohio State University student from suburban Toledo who was abducted, raped, and murdered in Columbus in 2017 by a man on parole is being challenged. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. The Reagan Tokes Act is being challenged. Signed into law last year, there is now a lawsuit arguing that the law is unconstitutional. The Reagan Tokes Act allows the Ohio prison system to legally hold inmates beyond their court-ordered release date if the prison system finds cause to do so. If this law is ruled constitutional, it could still face many challenges. Now, the act that came after the death of 21-year-old Reagan Tokes, her murderer, had just been released from prison at the time of her death in Columbus. Her family says that if this law were in place at the time, Reagan would be alive today. I'm Amanda Fay. An investigation is underway in Northeast Ohio after a 59-year-old woman struck a police cruiser with her car on Friday night, and it was far from her first run-in with the law. ONN's Maureen Kyle in Cleveland has more. In Brunswick Hills Township, a woman is arrested for her 10th OVI after hitting a police cruiser. Police say Kathy Filer of Brunswick was driving north on Tarrington Drive and hit the cruiser from behind. Luckily, there were no injuries and Filer was taken into custody. I'm Maureen Kyle. A missing woman from Northeast Ohio has been found. ONN's Stephanie Haney has the story. A Barberton woman who had been reported missing last month has been found safe. 25-year-old Mariana Spalding's family reported her missing back in December. Over the weekend, she was found safe in Jackson, Tennessee. Police say she's been living out of her car and her family has been notified. I'm Stephanie Haney. In southern Ohio, less than seven weeks after a man was convicted in the deaths of eight people in 2016, his father is set to appear in the same courtroom in Pike County. ONN's Clay Gordon reports. The final Wagner family member left to stand trial in the Pike County Massacre is set to appear tomorrow. This is a pre-trial hearing for George Billy Wagner III. It's his first court appearance since his eldest son was convicted last month for his role in the slaying of eight members of the Roden and Gilly families. 
George IV is facing eight consecutive life sentences. His father faces a similar fate if convicted. I'm Clay Gordon. An update on the measles outbreak in central Ohio. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. There are now 85 confirmed cases, 34 hospitalizations. While the cases seem to be slowing, Columbus Public Health leaders say we'll need to go through two incubation periods without any new cases before they can declare that the outbreak is officially over. That incubation period for measles is 21 days. I'm Andrew Kinsey. While COVID-related deaths are down significantly from their peak, there are still about 100 Ohioans dying of the virus each week, according to the state health department. ONN's Dave James has more. The health department reported 299 deaths for the three-week period from December 23rd to January 12th. That puts the total number of deaths in Ohio since the pandemic started in early 2020 at 41,139. 86% of the overall deaths are age 60 and older. That's nearly 36,000 of them. On the other end of the age scale, just under 700 of the deaths were people less than age 40, only 1.5% of the total. Dave James, ONN News. Sports betting became legal in Ohio at the start of the year. ONN's Brittany Bailey says it's already making an impact. In the first 10 days of this year, there were more calls to the Ohio Problem Gambling Helpline than in all of January 2022. Derek Longmire is the executive director of the Problem Gambling Network of Ohio. He confirms there's been a spike in those helpline calls. There is a lot of messaging going on right now, and it can be really confusing when you have 20-plus different mobile operators trying to get your business and get, get your dollars. The more opportunities there are to gamble, more Ohioans will gamble, and then more Ohioans will develop problems. And that's what we're here for. I'm Brittany Bailey. Jim Harbaugh has announced he is staying at the University of Michigan, which has beaten Ohio State the past two seasons. He had entertained the idea of going back to the NFL. And since Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud announced yesterday that he plans to enter the NFL draft this year, questions are swirling about who will take his place next season. ONN's Dom Tiberi in Columbus has more. Right now, it looks to be a two-man race between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. McCord will enter his third season with the Buckeyes. He has been a backup, seeing limited playing time, although he did start against Akron last year when CJ was injured. He played in just six games this season. McCord was a five-star prospect coming out of Philadelphia. Now, Devin Brown is a true freshman this past season, played in just two games this season. He didn't not throw a pass. He did carry the ball once for one yard. Brown was a four-star recruit. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to our affiliates WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.